Today, from the International Gospel Hour, we have a very special turn-back-the-clock study as we ask the question, Was Jesus a Controversialist? Stay tuned for this special study today, right here from the International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. Thank you to our J-Web always and greetings to everyone. It is so good to have you today and thank you for choosing to listen to our broadcast. And today is a very special broadcast. A little background, if you will, as we turn back the clock for our study today. The first speaker of the International Gospel Hour broadcast from 1934 to 1995 was Brother V.E. Howard. Of course, many of you that know of our history know of him walking into a radio station in 1934 in Hot Springs, Arkansas, desiring to preach over the radio. Of course, radio was still relatively new at the time, and Brother Howard began a ministry that continues to this very moment, dear friends. Yes, as of this broadcast, 88 years and running, the International Gospel Hour broadcast has been on the air or online somewhere every week in this world, and to God be the glory. Well, from 1974 to 1986, Brother Robert R. Taylor, Jr., the longtime evangelist for the Ripley, Tennessee Church of Christ, wrote material for Brother Howard to assist him, of course, in his work. Through the graciousness of Brother Taylor, we at International Gospel Hour have secured a great number of these lessons. Oh, friends, these are treasures indeed, and we will use these lessons from time to time in our special series that we call, Are You Listening Again? Now, we take that, are you listening, from our brother V.E. Howard. That was his saying. As he would be teaching on the radio, he would pause and say, Friends, are you listening? So we're going to call this series, Are You Listening? Again. This material has not been presented in over 40 years, but its truths are still as vital and is real today. So, our lesson today for this first one was Jesus, a controversialist. Stay tuned, friends, for an awesome study. But first, some information about our work at International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, the International Gospel Hour has been heard over the radio. Did you know through God's will that we've been blessed to remain on the air through gracious giving of congregations of churches of Christ, faithful Christians, and devoted friends? That's why you will never hear us asking for money or for any type of donation from you, our listeners. Our offers of material and study aids are absolutely free. We plea for you to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Thank you always for listening. Let's continue our broadcast. And now, here's Jeff. Was Jesus a controversialist? The only accurate answer to our topic title is a full, fervent yes. The remnant of this study will be simply supportive of this ardent affirmation. 
Relative to Jesus Christ and controversy, the noted religious leader Alexander Campbell once wrote, Hence the Prince of Peace never sheathed the sword of the Spirit while he lived. He drew it on the banks of Jordan and threw the scabbard away. Graphically and vividly, Campbell was right on target, dead center at this assessment of Christ and controversy. He was accurate. As paradoxical as it may seem, the Prince of Peace, Isaiah 9, 6, and 7, came to bring a sword, as he declared in Matthew 20, verses 34 and following, and Luke 12, 49 and following. While here, Jesus was the power, positive, and persuasive personification of debating deity. There is really no way that warriors of truth can avoid controversy. As long as we have evil and error in the world, and men around who love truth and righteousness, there will, of necessity, be conflict and controversy. There is no way to avoid such. Both Testaments attest to this, and we have witnessed it on a thousand battlefronts in our own day. Let's consider a debate with the devil. Just subsequent to his immersion beneath Jordan's wave, Jesus met in a critical, crucial confrontation or controversy the archenemy of God and man, the devil himself. Matthew 4, Mark 1, and Luke 4 record it. The proposition was his sonship and a challenge from the devil to prove he was the Son of God. At stake was his whole messianic mission to our mundane sphere. A defeat here by the Christ would have shut the door permanently to our redemption from Satan and sin. There were three rounds, one in the wilderness about bread from stones, the second one was on the temple pinnacle where Christ was challenged to jump from the temple and thus prove his sonship to the adoring multitudes below who would witness his gliding safety to the ground with a daring descent from the dizzy heights of the pinnacle top. The third was from a high mountain, where Satan sought to obtain worship and service from the Christ, with the extended promise that all the worlds would then become his promptly. Each time Jesus used that powerful, it is written argument, he did not depend on a miracle a day to keep the devil away, as a popular singer, Pat Boone, has suggested many years ago in one of his authored volumes some years back. Jesus went back to Deuteronomy 8 once and twice to Deuteronomy 6 for his answer to satanic aspirations. The devil was put to rout because Jesus feared no foe and remained adamantly loyal to God and his holy word. How about the debates with the Jewish enemies? When Jesus cleansed the temple during the early part of his ministry, the Jewish leadership desired to know what sign of power or authority he possessed for having so done, John 2.18. Jesus responded in the next few verses, beginning with verse 19, And upon cleansing the temple a second time and at the very end of his earthly ministry, they again wanted to know of his authority, Matthew 21, verses 12-16 through 16, and 23-27. through 27. See also Luke 20, verses 1 through 8. Jesus opened with controversy, and he closed with it. Jesus and his avowed enemies had controversy relative to the woman taken in adultery in the opening verses of John 8. Jesus performed a number of his mighty miracles upon the Sabbath day. His Jewish enemies did not like this, for such did not harmonize with their traditions of what could and could not be done on the Sabbath day. 
Jesus never broke God's Sabbath day laws with such healing, only man-made traditions relative to Sabbath day observances. John 5, the man with an infirmity for 38 years. John 9, the man born blind. The woman who could not straighten up herself in Luke 13 and the man with dropsy in the opening verses of Luke 14 are clear cases of this heated controversy that continually raged between Jesus and his antagonist. Jesus had a controversy relative to marriage, divorce, and remarriage in Matthew 19, verses 3 and following, with a parallel found in the opening verses of Mark 10. One of the most familiar of all controversies of the Lord was his enemies that, relative to whether they should pay tribute to Caesar or not, they sought to place the Lord in a dilemma where, if he answered one way, it would get him into trouble with Roman authorities. If he answered another way, it would land him in prompt trouble with his adoring followers who hated Roman taxation. Matthew 22, Mark 12, and Luke 20 all tell of this. And the Lord answered them with ease, that to Caesar would be rendered what is his, and to God what is his. Immediately following his serious encounter or confrontation with the Pharisees came another period of controversy, and this with the skeptical Sadducees relative to the woman married to seven brothers consecutively, and whose wife would she be in heaven. Matthew 22, Mark 12, and Luke 20 tell of this. Again the Lord answered with vision, wisdom, and ease. Coming out of this one-two battle confrontation with Pharisees and Sadducees is this controversial query about Christ being David's son, and yet David's Lord is set forth in Matthew 22, Mark 12, and Luke 20. No man could answer him, and no man can do so today unless he acknowledges both the divinity and humanity of Jesus Christ. His enemies in this controversial setting did not accept his deity, we still have preachers today who will deny that David, in Psalm 110, the passage our Lord referred to in this controversy, wrote this, or that he had Christ in mind at all. This is amazingly amazing. There is controversy relative to the charge from his enemies that Jesus was casting out demons by the power of Beelzebub in Matthew 22 and Mark 3. Attributing his miracles to satanic power and not to God's power constituted the blasphemy or aim against the Holy Spirit or sin against the Spirit of God. For it, Jesus said, there was no pardon. In controversy against the principles of love? Not at all. Jesus is called that disciple whom Jesus loved. Or rather, John is called that disciple whom Jesus loved and has frequently been styled the apostle of love. Yet nearly every chapter of his gospel record contains something controversial or portrays Jesus engaged in controversy. Look at John 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, and 11 for cases in point. Dear friends, the very nature of Christ and his doctrine produces controversy. Indeed it does. His deity, his eternality, being one of the Godhead three, his virgin birth, his very existence, his teachings, his perfect life, his mission, his kingdom, his plan of pardon, his miracles, he being our prophet, our priest and king. Dear friends, when you think about his death, burial, and resurrection, the whole doctrine of final things, when you look at all these, they were controversial, and they still continue to be 
because we cannot come to a conclusion on the Word of God. But, dear friends, the Word of God is true. Was Jesus a controversialist? Well, indeed He was, dear friends. Indeed He is. But He is also loving unto us and teaching us the truth. Let's think on these things. And, dear friends, let's continue our studies together another time. Thanks for joining me on the International Gospel Hour today. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,